Good morning. It's good to be with you on this Thursday morning as we continue in our time uh, of this Advent season, studying uh, different scriptures that can uh, speak to us about what we can learn uh, in this time. Uh, Advent is a, a wonderful season of preparation and of um, getting ready for the celebration of the birth of our Lord, but also the anticipation of his soon return. So it's a wonderful time to center ourselves in on who Jesus is, what his birth means to us, but also what his soon return means to us. These these two things are so connected. We shouldn't separate the joy of his first coming from the joy of his second coming. Both are vital parts of our walk together as as disciples of Christ. So today we're going to be reading a suggested um, passage I shared with you yesterday and it's included as a link here as well. We'll be um, using some suggested passages for Advent from a great resource online called The Common Rule. Uh, they give different um, different suggested readings for each day of Lent, I'm sorry, of Advent. Um, so we're going to read today, the suggested reading for today is Isaiah 55, 1 through 5. So let's read Isaiah 55, 1 through 5 together today. Ho, everyone who thirst, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk, without money, without a price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen, so that you may live, and I will make you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him as a witness to peoples, a leader and a commander of the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that you do not know shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. We see the prophet Isaiah speaking, or the Lord speaking to the prophet Isaiah about this everlasting covenant that he has made with David. Um, we had a great time on Wednesday night to St. Matthew's United Methodist Church in this past semester as we studied some of the key covenants of Scripture, particularly in the Old Testament. And one of the key covenants is the covenant that God makes with David, where he tells David that there will always be a descendant of his upon the throne. And we see, of course, that covenant is fulfilled in Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the descendant who is forever upon the throne of his father, David. And of course, we see this, um, verse five said, you shall call nations that you do not know and nations that you do not know shall run to you because of the Lord, your God, the Holy one of Israel. And so when, when he's, when he's writing these words, hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, um, there are many nations that exist now that were not existence. Now there are many people now who Israel had no idea of who now run to Israel. And run to the covenant that God made with David that's fulfilled through Jesus Christ. So many people have come to saving faith in Jesus that I love what Jesus tell, tells uh, the disciples. He says, you believe because you have seen, but blessed are those who have not yet seen and yet believe. Um, there are so many people who are blessed by David and blessed by this covenant who have lived hundreds of years thousands of years post this covenant. So anyway, I think it's a beautiful um, reference to, to what God has done for us 
through Jesus Christ. But I really, truly love, and I think this is, I think the first part of this passage is an important one for us to hear in light of preparation for Christmas. Everyone who thirsts comes to the waters. You who have no that have no money, come buy and eat. Come and buy wine and milk without money, without price. Why do you spend your money for that which does not which, with, for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Mm. Mm. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? How much time? Money and effort do we spend on things that don't satisfy? I think of that in light of Christmas, fast approaching. How many of us are so tired that we're just ready for Christmas to be over? Ready for it to hurry up and get here, get the presents done, get all it taken care of. And move on to the next thing because we're so tired of all the stuff we have to do. If we're not careful, Christmas just becomes going and going and going and buying and buying and doing and doing. And we just get so busy that we're miserable. That we're utterly miserable. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? And why do you labor for that which was, does not satisfy? I love the business of the season. I was having a conversation with somebody recently about this week, these next two weeks in church with all that we've got going on, Christmas musicals and children's musicals and birthday gift for Christ and Christ cupboard and other uh, parties and there's so much going on meetings it's exciting it's fun to me but that's not what the season's about the season's about the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us the busyness is not the purpose the activities are not the purpose Jesus is the purpose I mean I know it's trite and silly but we say it but do we mean it Jesus is the reason for the season. He really is. But if we're not careful, we'll shift it. And we'll focus so much on this bread. And for this labor that, that, that does not satisfy. And so we become like where the passage starts. All you have no money. Come, buy and eat. Come, everyone who thirsts. We're thirsty for God, y'all. We're thirsty for the living waters. We're thirsty for the deep waters. We're thirsty for the still waters. We're not thirsty for the activities. Goodness gracious knows most of us have enough activities, don't we? <laughs> most of us in our life, we're not thirsty for one more thing to do or one more place to be, are we? At least I'm not. But we're thirsty for Jesus. We're thirsty for life. So in this Advent season, in this season of preparation, 
for the birth of our Lord. Why are you spending your money on that which is not bread and your labor on that which does not satisfy? Come to the waters. Come to the waters. If you don't have enough, huh, you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money, without price. Jesus tells us to come and sit a spell. To come and rest. To come beside. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Come. Everyone who thirst. Come. To the waters. Come if you don't have enough. Come. Eat with him. Drink with him. Fellowship with him. Find life in him. Do the stuff you got to do. I, you know, we got to go shopping and we got to buy things. We got to go to parties. And yeah, y'all, we got stuff to do. Sure we do. And I, I like the stuff to do. I mean, it's it's fine. I like it. I love a good Christmas party. I like a good event. I love good. I, lo I like a good musical. Like I love this season. But don't spend all your energy and all your life on the business of this season. And miss the reason why we do it. Because you're not thirsty. You're not thirsty for one more activity, friends. You're not. That's not what your soul is thirsting for. You're thirsty. And I'm thirsty. That which satisfies. The living waters of Jesus Christ. So come all who are thirsty. Come to the waters. Eat. Drink. Find life. So today... With all that you've got going on and all that's happening, let's, let's make sure we're spending our money on that which is bread. And let's not labor for that which does not satisfy. Let's find it in the deep waters of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks for being with us. I hope you're enjoying these Advent devotionals. And we'll pick up tomorrow with another reading. Have a great day.